and thank you for joining us on our program, Critically Speaking. I'm Cindy Mercer, and we're welcoming back author Jim Hammer, who wrote the book Victory Over a Critical Spirit. It's good to have you with us, Jim. It's good to be with you, too, Cindy. Jim, we were, in a previous episode, we had been talking about this critical spirit, and I had promoted a question to you about where this critical spirit started, and you were about to share with us a little bit more about where this critical spirit started. Yes, I, I did mention that. I alluded to that. The critical spirit started in heaven itself. If we can just get a picture of this, uh, that the angel Lucifer started criticizing God in heaven. And when you think about the audacity of a created being criticizing God, his creator, uh, just boggles my mind. I can't even uh, begin to uh, express all the things that possibly transpired in heaven. But when he was cast out and came to this earth and he tempted Eve to eat of the fruit, and when she did, if you notice uh, a few things in the garden experience was that uh, the enemy criticized God to tempt Eve to eat. And uh, once she ate and Adam ate, they started criticizing each other. They were criticizing God. They criticized the serpent. They criticized each other. And so that spirit of criticism came right from the Garden of Eden when we, uh, when Adam and Eve accepted the spirit of the enemy. Criticism comes right from the enemy, comes right from the Garden of Eden. We've been doing it all our life. It's normal for us. We think, uh, we think it's normal. We think that's the way we're supposed to be. But when you look at that Eden account and the scenario that played out, and you look at the characters in it, of, uh, you look at Adam and Eve and the serpent, uh, the devil, and then you look at God, the only one that didn't criticize was God. He um, just told him exactly what was going to happen. He didn't criticize, he didn't make one critical comment. He just took charge of the whole situation and let it uh, uh, flow. And But he also gave us a promise in um, Genesis 3.15 that he would change all of that and that our natural tendency wouldn't be to sin, but to go forth and actually be victorious. And that's what the Lord wants to do for us. So, Jim, this has been going on for a really long time. How, how do we get past this? We can have victory. We can get past it. Uh, Genesis 3.15, a promise, the first promise that was made in, in Scripture, that uh, the Lord will put hatred between us and, and, the, and the serpent, us and the devil. And, uh, and I'm paraphrasing it, but he will put that hatred within our hearts that we would rather follow the Lord than follow the enemy. And, uh, and it's a choice that we make each and every day and many times throughout the day possibly. But when, when we get up in the morning, we can make the decision to have a positive attitude. It's a decision that is all up to us. And if we... Um, choose to have a positive attitude 
and remind ourselves of that throughout the day, when a negative thought does come in or a critical thought comes in or you want to find fault with something, just remind yourself that uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to think positive. The choice is ours. Actually, every choice we make, I believe, we're making a decision for or against Christ. And I remind myself of that. Actually, in the morning, I consecrate myself to the Lord uh, in the morning. That if something transpires throughout the day, I remind the Lord, I consecrated myself uh, to you uh, in the morning. So get me through this uh, situation that I'm going through. And get me through it in the spirit that you want me to have. And But victory will come. You know, like I said previously, the Lord isn't done with me yet. Amen. But I know the direction that, I, that the Lord wants me to head. And I trust that he is at the head of the work and leading. He started a good work in us, he said, and he'll bring it about to completion. But we, again, have to choose if that's what we want him to do. I, th- I think that's a, I think that's the real big statement there because we often forget that it is us that has that choice. So yeah. we can choose, we can choose to have a, a great attitude or we can choose to, we can choose to say that, that complimentary word or we can choose to say that word that, that breaks down and, and tears down. And I think we have uh, been hearing that the enemy has been doing a very long, work of of making sure that you know he 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 can destroy us but i like that in your book you you've alluded to second peter chapter 3 verse 9 and and you tell us that it tells us there in the word of god that god is long suffering with us he's not willing that any of us should perish that's right uh, you know the the tearing down and the critical spirit uh, that's what the enemy wants us to do he wants to uh, his, his attitude is to kill steal and destroy but God, God has called us Christians to be encouragers and uplifters. Uh, you know, how different would our own personal family be if we encouraged rather than Amen. started criticizing or, uh, or have uh, an attitude that, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you what to do and when to do it and how to do it instead of allowing the Lord to do that for each and every one of us and have the attitude that I'm going to encourage you and I'm not going to tear you down. What would our homes be like? And then what oh, would our churches be, be like? Matter of fact, I, when I do seminars, I hand out a, a card and it starts with it's just a small card. Use it as a bookmarker. And it uh, starts with God and then me and then my spouse and then the family and church family and community. If I don't have that relationship with God to begin with, I can't have the relationship with my spouse that God wants me to have or with my family or church family and so on. It has to start between myself and God. And if it don't start there, everything else is going to suffer down the line. So it's an individual thing. We all have to have that relationship that Jesus wants us to have with him. That's where the victory comes. It's all about Jesus. I, I think that it's it's safe to say that we are late in Earth's history, and it's certainly not a time for us to be tearing each other down, is it, Jim? It certainly is not. I mean, you know, can you imagine, even in the secular world, can you imagine 
what a business uh, would be like if the employees and employer were encouraging each other rather than behind the scenes tearing each other apart. And, uh, that's a that's an interesting thought. Yeah, I, I believe that that business would prosper because everybody would be encouraged and uplifted, and that would just permeate throughout the the workforce and go out into the community and into the uh, whatever business that it's uh, geared towards. Yes, and wouldn't that be God's plan that we all were living um, harmonious, you know, in harmony with each other? And in having great relationships and great impact in our community, can you imagine, can you imagine what could happen? And I think that you're painting that picture for us in a beautiful way today. Jim, what if I were to come to you and ask you, how, how can I personally avoid this critical spirit? I mean, where can I go? Maybe our listeners are, are curious, where can they go for assistance and help in a critical spirit? The help and the desire and the victory can only come mm. through Christ. And uh, we can do it on our own, try to do it on our own, but sooner or later we're going to fail. But with Christ, he knows no failure. He can bring about any type of spirit he wants us to have. matter of fact, uh, part of my prayer life is um, that I have the fruit of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the faithfulness, the kindness, the goodness, the gentleness. The, and then I put in there the humility and and self-control and also the desire, you know. And when I'm praying this, I'm praying it to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit that I want to totally represent them. Amen. And to, with whoever and whenever I come into contact so, uh, you know, that's the only way we can uh, get it that I know of or have a victory over a critical spirit is through Christ and uh, and constantly. And then, again, when uh, we fail, be fast to, to confess. And and the Lord, through his word, says in First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all mm-hmm. our unrighteousness. And I claim that cleansing constantly. You know, I put so much trash in my mind through the years, in my early years before I was a Christian, that the Lord's got to clean it up. So Somewhere along the line, he's got to push a delete button. I like that thought. Jim, I'm going to want to explore at some point in a, in a future episode. You mentioned a word earlier, and you said that word self. And... Um, I think self often has got in our way. We've got to have that desire. We've got to allow Jesus to come in and clean us up, but we've got to, we've got to ask, ask for self to move out of the, out of the way. So hopefully soon we're going to be able to explore that. Any thoughts before we get ready to wrap up today on where you might take us with getting ourself out of the way? Yes. You know, the, um, chapters in John. 14, 15, 16, and 17 talked about the unity and the harmony. And we can't have unity with the Lord or with each other if we're in the way. Uh, the Lord wants to move us, you know, out of the way Amen. spiritually so that the Holy Spirit can work with each and every one of us. So those chapters are, are, are vital to our experience with Jesus. And it's, uh, it's a promise. You know, I claim it as a promise that we can be one 
with the Father, like Jesus was one. And that we can all be one, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and us, working in unison with each other. Praise God. I look forward to getting into that very soon. And we're getting very close to the end of our time for today. So, Jim, hold on to that thought so we can continue with it next time. Thank you, Jim, for being here and discussing this very important subject with us. Jim will be back again, and we hope you'll be back, too, next time for some straight talk on Critically Speaking. If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. 